Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theatre in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode, and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at Theatre in the Now, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Better brush off those ballet slippers because it's time to make Mike watch Black Swan. And joining me to do so is a psychological thriller in the flesh, Ari Durchi. <laughs> Thank you. How are you? I'm a psychological thriller, darling. You, you are. You, um, we, you, you, this movie is about you, I think. It is about me. It's very much about um, me. Yeah, so jumping ahead, like, we had a um, question, um, or, or someone wanted us to talk about, um the similarities between Arya and the title swan that was from shell shocked um so yeah we're definitely going to be like as we go through this movie we'll we'll compare and contrast but um wow this was this was a good movie yeah you screamed a lot yes okay so um by the time you listen to this they'll be gone but i'm uh, i'm very tempted to turn uh the videos of what Arya um captured of me watching certain parts of the movie um, into audio clips so I can attach them to this podcast. We'll see if I want to do that by the end of this. You should. But, um, oh my god, I, um, screamed a lot. You screamed a lot, and I was cackling. Um, yes. Um, so, we're, we're gonna explain a lot of things that lead up to a lot of other things. But first, cold hard facts about Black Swan. Mm-hmm. The movie stars Natalie Portman, yes. Vincent Cassel, mm-hmm. Mila Kunis, Barbara Hershey, and Winona Ryder. Yes. It was written by Mark Heyman, John McLaughlin, and Andres Hines. Wait, what? Yeah, they wrote it. Didn't Darren... He just well, directed it? Darren Aronofsky directed it. It was released in oh, 2010. Be- is it because it was... He bought the rights to that Japanime yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, and on Rotten Tomatoes, it scored an 85% based on 297 reviews, which is an 8.18 out of 10. Not okay. bad, not bad. That's not how I rate it, but... Well, of course not. Um, but like like we did with a previous podcast, we're going to um, talk about what the actual synopsis was according to iTunes compared to what I thought it was about, and you'll tell me which is closer. Okay, great. I love this. All right, according to iTunes, it's a psychological thriller set in the world of New York City ballet. Black Swan stars Natalie Portman as Nina, a featured dancer who finds herself locked in a web of competition competitive intrigue with a new rival at the company. The film takes a thrilling and at times terrifying journey through the psyche of a young ballerina whose starring role as a duplicitous swan queen turns out to be a part for which she becomes frighteningly perfect. You can't see me, but my mouth, my jaw is agape. Yes, that is according to iTunes, yes. Wow, I wonder who wrote that. What I thought it was about. Natalie Portman dances to classical music while having multiple personalities, especially during a scene where her big toenail comes off, hence why I've never seen it. Wow. Well. So yes, Andy Starling wrote in and wanted to know why I've never seen this movie. I have a nail phobia. Mm. Um, Aria witnessed me reacting to the nail moments in this movie, mm-hmm. but I have a severe nail phobia. I don't know what really, like started it but i'm pretty sure that like as a kid i was looking through some stupid medical book or something and saw something frightening and saw a big toenail with the nail off and saw what was inside and that freaked me the fuck 
out. It doesn't freak me out. I grew up dancing, so I've lost plenty of toes and split plenty of them. G- g- uh, <laughs> nails, for me, not toes, me, toenails. Yeah. yeah. Um, from, for, yeah, so that's, for me, been, like, really, really, like, traumatizing. And, like, as a kid, I rem- would remember, like, when I was younger and my parents would have to, like, clip my nails and whatever, I, like, was terrified of the nail clipper because I was really afraid of that thing ripping off the entire nail. Well, in, in Scientology, if you are afraid of something, they make you reenact it until you're no longer afraid of that. Oh my god, I hate Scientology. Wow, big words, big words. Sorry, um, sorry, David Miscavige. <laughs> Don't blacklist me, how, okay? I'm not suppressive. How the fuck did we get onto Scientology th- from Black Swan? Wow, you are talented. Thank you. You are very talented. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So whose synopsis was closer? Definitely iTunes. That was so. <laughs> that was one of the most beautiful descriptions of a movie I ever. Remember heard. when um, uh, stars called Ugly Duckling, uh, Ugly Duckling Jennifer Jesus. Grey? People are so rude. Um, we're also eating popcorn. This is from Rite Aid, and it's really boring and bland. Yeah, but you know what? I like corn. I like to eat it raw, honestly, off the cob. Okay. It's so uh, juicy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So. What do you, do you want to jump into the movie or what what do you want to talk about first? Um, what's the first on your notes? Let's just start at the top. Okay, so you want to hear some draw jaw dropping facts? Yeah, but I bet I know them. Yeah, let's see if you know all these. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Natalie Portman not only trained for a year as a dancer to prepare for the role, but she also paid for that training out of her own pocket. Mm-hmm. And she had to lose fifteen pounds instead of Mila Kunis, so they're just drinking chicken broth and smoking cigarettes. Wow. Well, despite the rumors, Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis did not get drunk to film their explicit scene together. Why would they? I don't know. It was hot. I don't know. Maybe their method. <laughs> um, did you know that Meryl Streep was considered for the role of Nina's mother? If Hillary Whitney had not played Nina's mother, I couldn't. I, if fucking Meryl Streep was in it, I couldn't fuck. I can't. It would not have been right. I don't like Meryl Streep. And did you know that Blake Lively and Eva Green both read for the role of Lily, which ultimately went to Mila Kunis? Blake Lively and I had the same show choir choreographer. Mm-hmm. And I knew she was playing Bridget in Sister of the Traveling Pants before anyone else. Wow, that's and cool. So Natalie Portman uh, met her husband on the set of Black Swan. And they had a baby named Alpha. There you go. <laughs> and Sebastian Stan was one of the guys in the bar that hit on Nina and Lily. Cool. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Um, Jerry. Tom and Jerry. But like. But what's the Andrew. Sebastian? Sebastian Stan? He's an actor. You you probably would maybe know him from other roles. You know him, I guess. Just in um, yeah, I've, I've known him from like Once Upon a Time and a bunch of other things. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, according to Natalie Portman, one of the hardest things she had to do for this role was change her voice. Yeah. She had a... The whole idea is that she's been... Made to be a little girl her whole life, mm-hmm. in my eyes anyway. Like she's viewed as very fragile. Her mother babies her and coddles to her, makes her uh, was like very restrictive and hovercraft. So I think that she had to really drop it down and be yeah. like down here in a Which is why I had to raise the volume on it because I couldn't fucking hear a fucking thing she was saying. Yeah, but then Winona Ryder all of a sudden cuts in and you're screaming <laughs> like she's terrifying. Yeah, um, and did you know that Nina's breakfast at the beginning of the film is a reference to Requiem for a Dream? Oh. Same recipe. Yeah. That is something I did not know. I love yeah, that. cool, right? It's pretty. That's that's insane. Pretty. Um so we're going to let's let's go through the movie a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um 
and we're gonna just go through moment by moment beat by beat Mm -hmm. and you're gonna hear some of the things that i thought about this movie all right okay i just want to say one thing yeah hi andy starling (laughs) hi andy starling (laughs) all right here we go so we open up with some tchaikovsky to set the mood with natalie portman doing some ballet and then a creepy man menacing behind her Mm -hmm. wait but then the that reveal and he's a demon man as the music gets intense that's one of my that's my favorite opening scene from any movie in the entire world yeah so watching this first movement um i can see where aria dirchi gets all of her dance inspiration with those flapping (laughs) arms yeah, I just, I, well, I took a lot of ballet, too, so I'm always just dancing. Flapping. Flapping. Um, okay, so why do we need to see and hear um, her crack her toes? I think it's just important. It's ew. I crack all of my everythings. It was gross. No, stop it! Okay, no, no. Okay, so Mama Barbara Hershey is a sage mama who notices some weird mark on Natalie Portman's back, and that's important foreshadowing. Yes, because it just implies that there was a problem once before, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, on the subway, we see Natalie Portman stare at herself in the reflection of the window, mm-hmm. and I feel like that, and I wrote that I feel like it's going to be a motif we get um, throughout the movie about reflections. Yes, and then you see her see another version of yeah. herself. In touching she's her already, hair she's, already, she's already starting to go crazy. Ugh, the um, so in the dressing room, the girls are gossiping about someone being back. Beth. And who is it? It's Lydia Dietz. But wait, <sighs> I'm just going to say it. All the girls look the same. No, they don't. Yes, they all, they're all little white girls with um, black bun heads. I, knew, I know who Veronica is. I d- if you gave me a lineup, I would not know who Veronica was. You need to watch it one more time, I suppose. Maybe. But that's kind of the idea of ballet companies mm-hmm. is that they all look very much alike yeah um so then we get to we're introduced to mila kunis and she's fucking hot she's very she's hot. really hot in this like, movie sexy. it's yeah um then we get to see natalie portman um prepare her pair of ballet slippers like mm-hmm. ripping it apart and spraying it and sewing it is it really that intense to prepare a ballet slipper well th- those aren't ballet slippers she what was perform- she was those were point shoes those are point shoes so okay. she had to really break them in i never had point shoes really i had like a pair of jazz shoes that i could go up on point but i never had any reason to go into point i guess i could i don't want to do that anyway i have bad ankles but she's like breaking them in you don't necessarily have to go through the extremes that she was doing but i think that they were just showing you the extremes of ballet yeah okay yeah whatever um speaking of extremes mr creepy man toma (laughs) toma we're gonna refer to him as mr creepy man um he decides he's gonna be standing in the back as the girls are um dancing and he's got a sweater around his neck and it's a look it's a look, darling. Um, as they say, gay or European. And we learn he's European. And we learned he's European. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Mr. Creepy Man tells the story of a swan who needs true love to break a spell until the lustful twin, the black swan, seduces mm. the prince. And this is how we learn the plot of the source material without watching the actual ballet. Yeah, which I thought was this, a clever way to yeah, introduce the whole audience. Yeah, this was great exposition. And I'm very, I, I liked that writing. Good, mm. good job, writers. And there's so much action happening, mm-hmm. too. He's tagging all the girls. Yes. Um, well, we will get to that. Don't worry. Okay. Um, so we knew, learned that a new production needs a new swan queen. So Mr. Creepy Man tries to figure out how um, who can embody both swans. And like Grinder, he taps girls. Um, <laughs> but those he didn't tap means he wants to have a conversation with. Ooh. Because there are a lot of people on Grinders who say, "If you tap me, I'm not. We're not talking." And I don't understand that. Like, why? It, it's a way of nudging and saying, like, I think you're cute. Like, let's let's chat. I get that. I'm not on Grinder anymore. No, no, because you're in a loving relationship. I'm dating someone, yes. You are. It's true. And I'm, I'm, I'm jealous that I have nobody. Ugh, you have me today. 
I do, it's true. Well, we see Natalie Portman in a hallway practicing, and here's Lydia Dietz having a temper tantrum in her dressing room. So Natalie Portman goes in, and after the shoplifter leaves, she sees herself become a star, and then becomes a shoplifter herself by stealing her fucking makeup! Full circle! <laughs> Winona Ryder. <laughs> Remember when Winona Ryder was a shoplifter? Yeah. Who did she stole from Mike? It was Michael Kors? Like a Michael Kors shop, or I think so. I don't remember. Or Calvin Klein, or something like that. But now she's the model for them. And maybe it's Marc Jacobs, actually. Full circle. Everything's full, full circle. circle. She looks so cool and crazy in this movie. Yeah. Um. So Mr. Creepy Man, um, while they're dancing, uh, mm-hmm. goes up to Natalie Portman and whispers into her ear, "Only the white swan should be yours. Now show me your black swan, Nina." He said, "If I was only casting the white mm-hmm. swan, the part would be yours." Yeah. Michael. I have to type fast, bitch. <laughs> Um, yeah, he, he's very, um, creepy, because he then goes, not so controlled, seduce us. Yeah. But that's later. Yeah. yeah. And then Mila Kunis busts in while she's in the middle of her fortes, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. that is so rude, because I think somebody would be outside the door. I have, like, some issues, you know, with, like, the reality of it all. Of course, this is a movie. But it's one of my favorite movies of all time, so I allow them to go, but I also, I get a little hung up on it. Like, somebody would have been outside the door saying, no, we have to wait until so-and-so is finished with their set. Or they might not even let her in. They'd be like, you're late, you don't get to audition. So, this is, was, um, I guess, filmed 2008, 2009, whatever, Mm -hmm. released 2010, so... It's not a period piece. It was live to the moment. Yeah. Let's talk about the fucking flip phone. She's uh, a flip phone! Well, yeah. I think that's... I I personally think that's just a way for her mom to control her. You think? Because she can't access apps. She can't access... you know. But, she, there, but the, in 2009, 2010, a lot of people still had flip phones. That was a reality. Really? Yeah. iPhone just came out two years beforehand oh then I guess it makes sense yeah so it, it's true to the I guess time, it never like, phased me because maybe I had a flip phone I didn't maybe. have a flip phone though I had like a a slide razor thing mm-hmm. those were cool I miss that I like yeah. a Blackberry I miss a Blackberry so she this is when she's got her flip phone she's walking um, on the street and then she sees this figure walking toward her dressed in black and who is it oh my god it's her face again she, what's going on She's having a break. She's, she's starting to. So Natalie Portman comes home and cries into Mama Barbara's arms and then goes into her room and practices again and we get more feet shots mm-hmm. and I'm just going to say if you have a foot fetish, this is your jam. This is yeah. your movie. I bet Quentin Tarantino watches this film frequently. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so she took off her slipper and her toenail was all fucked up and i it, screamed and screamed i screamed you scream, it was and you paused the movie because you needed a, i had to stop minute. this is the reason why i had not seen the movie for this moment and that wasn't even the moment no it was just just nail things it just doesn't i i can't do it 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 rattled me a lot i know you <laughs> and you were fucking cracking up well yeah because i've seen this movie well over a hundred times because when I worked at a movie theater I used to just watch it yeah. all the time and uh, those things never phase me um, so rapes well, phase me like if I'm watching a rape in a movie I will be screaming and I'm like acting like you when she split her toenail but that's the only time that I'll ever be yeah, like that that's fair yeah. um, let's talk about Mama Barbara a little bit mm-hmm. um, she is a creepy mama <laughs> yeah um, like hands off your daughter in the bed uh, this is not the act you are not Didi Blanchard there are a lot of people have said that they believe there's a lot of sexual abuse undertones happening there. I think that is very accurate. Especially the scene where she's like, 
um, are you ready for me? And she shows up in a silky, like, negligee. This yeah, it was, negligee. it was it was a lot. Um, yes. So now Natport. We're going to call her Natport this time. No. Okay. Yeah, Natport. Nina or Natalie Portman. Natport um, puts this stolen makeup on um, in uh, while she's on the subway. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the ballet studio, and she goes to talk to Mr. Creepy Man with those sexy red lips. But he's already chosen Veronica, and she's not going to do anything to try to change his mind. Bullshit. Bullshit. She puts that whore lipstick on mm-hmm. and then calls it a day. Did I leave my jewel downstairs? I don't know. Where did you leave your jewel? Have no fear. The jewel was found. It was in my back pocket. <laughs> so there's a line that said, um, that Nina says, I want to be perfect. <laughs> and I feel the same girl. I understand. I'm so very, hard. Yeah, this was me. I felt it. Um, but then Mr. Creepy Man makes out with Natport and then she bites him. She bites Bites and it. this is when I'm gonna start using hashtag Black Swan Rising. Ooh. She's coming. Okay, so Natport congratulates Veronica, who then comes back and says "fuck you" to her because it's not her that got the part; it's Nina. Because she congratulates her. OMG, she's not like happy. She's a little bewildered, but she uses that smartphone, that flip phone, to tell Mama Barbara that she was picked. Yeah, and she's like, "They picked me, Mom." She gets out of the stall, and oh my god. They wrote horror on the mirror. Horror. And they, that was her handwriting and the lipstick that she was wearing. I know. So this is all in her mind. Well, yeah. But, I mean, when they filmed it, she wrote that on the mirror. Like, before they filmed it. So, do, well, that let, let's let's talk about the psychology of that moment a little bit. Okay, great. Is it, was it the girls or was it her? It was Nellie Portman. I think it was Nina and that inner black swan. Yeah, I think so, too. the inner black swan is the whore for kissing yeah. him to get that part because he had decided on Veronica. Correct. And she stole that makeup. And so, mm-hmm. like, in my mind, it's just her showing, like, the nasty side yeah. of herself and kind of embodying that. Back at home, uh, Mama's room has a lot of creepy paintings of Natpour, and um, mm-hmm. those eyes just fucking moved. Yeah, you, you freaked out. I freaked out a little bit <laughs> about that. so funny. Um, I'm, if you're gonna watch, if you're gonna do a block talk or what is uh, watch, make Mike watch things, make him watch a thriller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't do well with them. There's a reason why I usually stick to comedies. At least I laugh. Oh my god. Um, so so Natport has more scars on her back, and now it's bleeding. Uh-huh. And um, what the fuck problems she got? Well. I think it's an anxiety thing. It has to be. And I think I don't even think she's doing it consciously. I think she might even be doing it in her sleep. I mean, like I, I let, let's let's dive into my anxiety a little bit. When I'm anxious because I have such a fucking phobia of like nail clippers and stuff, I will pick my own nails. Pick them off? No, just like just make sure they're like not too sharp or anything. Hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a freaky weird thing that I do because I'm I'm I, I have anxiety sometimes. Like we all do. Victoria Beckham posh spikes yeah she used to pierce her nails what she used to pierce them how with a needle and that's a gross ring? Oh, no. well uh mama barbara gives natport a cake with ballerina on the top and when natport denies it because of her stomach mom ba- babs she goes loco and threatens to toss it out what right does hillary whitney have buying a cake that large for a dancer right a prima ballerina, the lead. Like, she, was her. it sabotage? Yeah, was it be like, her mom is. Yeah, that. How dare you get the how part? And I never she? got to do it. That's exactly it. 
Yeah. I wish they had explored that storyline a little bit more. In the, in the sequel? Oh, wait, there can't be. <laughs> there can be, because that's open to interpretation. Oh, okay. They said I could... Well, we'll get there. We'll, we'll definitely get there. Okay, rehearsal time. And that tutu is life. It's really pretty. I need a tutu. Mm-hmm. And Venmo Natport, tip Aria. There you go. Natport is a skinny mini. Mm-hmm. She's very thin. She lost 15 pounds for this movie. It's true. And then she dances with her future real-life husband. And honestly, I get the appeal. He was sexy. They were. They. I bet their sex is so hot. Uh, do you think they like have sex to uh, Tchaikovsky? Or the what are the Lonely Island Boys? <laughs> <laughs> I just had sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. So Natport watches another dance rehearsal from the top of the theater as Mister Creepy Man stalks in, and he starts to admire Mila Kunis, who continues to be really hot. Mm-hmm. And you were very offended that her hair was down. I just don't get when you're in a dance practice and your hair is going to be up why would you be dancing with your hair down to fly into your face and fly into your mouth it's just not practical whipping Mm -hmm. into your partner it doesn't make sense yeah so now we're at some sort of like gala and mr creepy man decides to throw natport to the wolves Mm -hmm. as he announces that the little princess nina is the new swan queen and says that lydia deets and her bad hair is retiring and she was offended. She was not happy. Um, Nat Poor is a little like shaken by everything, so mm-hmm. she goes to the bathroom and is cleaning blood from her fingernail because <laughs> she is clearly. Fuck it. I literally wrote, she ripped her skin off. No. And you screamed a lot. I screamed a lot. <laughs> like, I, it, was a lot. it was disgusting. It was so good. It it, it fucking freaked me out. And then Mila Kunis comes in and takes off her panties. Yeah, and um, apparently well, that was like their first time meeting officially. Like officially. It was weird. She like, asked her that one question that one time. Yeah, like... Is this where the, the principal's dance? Is, is it appropriate to meet someone for the first time in a bathroom? <laughs> or would you think this was also foreshadowing for that moment later on? Oh, I've met a lot of people in bathrooms for the first time. <laughs> and I can tell you. Yes, you have, Arieta Archie. <laughs> Um, okay, so then Natport, after leaving the bathroom, sees an angel statue, and I'm fully prepared for this, like, statue to just get up and fly away into my nightmares, mm-hmm. but it didn't, it stayed put. The statue? Yeah, yeah. but then Winona Ryder's scary ass. Yeah, right Lydia Dietz is horribly close to Natport and freaks out because she thinks she sucked his cock, and those raccoon eyes that she's got are proof that she's drunk. Mm-hmm. Whoever did her makeup and hair for that for that whole scene, yeah. amazing. Just yeah. incredible. You know exactly who that character is just by looking at it. And then uh, Mr. Creepy Man comes and swoops uh, Natport away. Uh-huh. But Lydia Dietz has a line. Uh, she says, I'm coming by later. I have something for you. It's a token of my appreciation. It's a token of my appreciation. I feel like that's something I've said to a lot of people. <laughs> Whoa. No. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, Natport is at Mr. Creepy Man's apartment, and we Tama. know where this is going. Natport he... is not. I hate that. You don't like it? I no. do. No. It's not. He literally asked her if she's a virgin. Like, that's a bad line, man. It worked on her, didn't it? It did. And then he gives her a homework assignment to go home and touch herself. Touch and I feel herself. like that's not what a good director should do. Well, my dance instructor told us that if anybody ever talked to you that way, that you need to call the guild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the out. Lollipop Guild. No, the um, American Guild of Singing Performers, or uh, Musical Performers, or sure, something like that. Sure, let's go with that. Whatever. Some kind of fucking guild. Call the guild. <laughs> I love the way you just said it, because it sounded like you meant a guild that fucks. Like a fucking guild. A fucking guild. Um, back at home, Mama Babs is jealous that she didn't get to go to this gala, and as she literally undresses 
her daughter, she notices the scratches again. Mm-hmm. Then um, she gets her down to her panties and drags her out of the room. Yeah, and then she starts clipping her nails and then clips her skin, and I'm not Kisses here for it again. She's and like, this is literally my phobia life. alive on screen, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. this is why I have not watched this movie, people. You got through it. I did get through it. You're stronger now. Um, so Naport lays in bed the next morning looking like me every morning, hashtag depressed. Well, um, she just woke up and just started touching herself. Exactly. Oh, that's you. Hashtag depressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Um, yeah, cue this, the song, uh, I Touch Myself. Um, it's not, it, it, the scene is not as graphic as I thought it was going to be, but then when she turns around and her fucking mother is sleeping in the chair, <laughs> ew. We've all been there. No, and our mom is there, but we've all been there when you like forget where you are and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I gotta put this away. We are learning so much about each other right now. Um, so then the next day um, at the dance hall, we learn that Beth is in the hospital because she had an accident and Lydia Dietz's shoplifter got hit by a car. Yeah. And she jumped. Yeah. Well, Mr. Creepy Man thinks she did it on purpose because she's got the dark within. <sighs> Scandaloso. Scandalo. So Natport decides to go visit Lydia Dietz's shoplifter in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was not the best idea. No. Um, but I think maybe she absorbs some of the dark spirit vibes um, from her the swollen fo- sw- uh, swan. I think she had those in her all along. But it, it helped her. It helped mm. her. There's a pulling force that's just driving you, driving yeah. you. That's what the damn. Yeah. So she say. has a full on panic attack, blaming <coughs> herself for uh, Lydia's accident. Accident. So she takes out her items and places them on her new dressing table. Yeah. Yes, she does. Like, okay, you're gone. Oh, okay, here's my stuff She's like, now. Here's my altar. I think it's smart, too, because if it's out on display like that and she were to come in and be like, I'm missing all these things, it was always there. Correct. But she's using them. It's true. So back at home, Natport finds some sort of rod or something, menacingly stalks Mama Babs, who is painting more creepy pictures, and she's about to start to put the rod like between her door and the wall so her mama can't come in, but Mama calls her out and she's got to stop it, so she has to hide it. Uh huh. And then we are back at the studio, and this is the first time you really called out um, that the bunheads are not actually bunheads. Yeah. You were very, very mad. You were, you were mad. Mm-hmm. I was mad. You're mad. And then Mr. Creepy Man asks Dancer Man if he would fuck that girl because he thinks her dancing is just as frigid. And then the lights go out and it's really creepy. I can't believe how disgusting all the men are in this They movie. are really disgusting. Um, he makes Natport stay as he dances the prince part to get her to loosen up her buttons, babe. Uh-huh. Um, and then I want to I talk about the soundscape of the movie a little bit. There's some really, really great sound editing. Mm-hmm. Um, when you just hear her panting in silence... It's really fascinating and really, like, yeah, visceral. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, whatever, they just start making out again and asks her to open her mouth, and is he just... Fucking tongues or grabs he, her vagina. He, yeah, he feels really her up. And town. Hashtag Black Swan Rising. Black Swan Rising. Well, dejected Natport sits on the ground, and Mila Kunis shows up, still looking hot, and gives some words of encouragement, and notice how Natport is dressed in white, and Mila Kunis is dressed in black. <gasps> Ooh. Sound of symbolism. <laughs> um, and as Mila Kunis says, um, someone's hot for teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, has anyone said that about you when you taught some things? Someone's hot for teacher? Yeah. One time a little girl that I was doing the Nutcracker with was really scared. She was Clara. I was Drosselmeyer, and I told her to think of chocolate. <laughs> and then I met her like five years later when I was working at Dick's Last Resort, and she asked me if I 
dance in the children's center for dance uh, for dance education. And I said yes, and then she told me that story, and I went to the bathroom and cried. She had a crush on you. <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> Yikes. Um. So Natport, she likes to take baths, and I like baths too. Wow. Um. But I don't touch myself in baths, like she did. I don't the like last baths. time, it's just like being in a Josh soup. I mean, Aria Dirty soup. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the last time I watched a movie with a bathtub scene was the movie What Lies Beneath. Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer. And I was fucking scared and could not go into the bathroom for a week. And now this movie is doing the same fucking thing to me. Who is that creepy girl above the water? And why can't you, like, let me have a bathroom scene? It was Natalie Portman. It was terrifying. Have you seen The Grudge? No. I'm gonna watch it. Fingers. Oh my god. Why are we ruining baths for me? Oh, guys, let's watch Psycho next. <laughs> um, so she gets to the bath. Um, she's now nipping her nails and mm-hmm. cuts herself and like, hashtag Black Swan Rising, hashtag stop with the nail shit. How fast are these nails growing? I know. And like, it's really getting to me. Jeez. Um <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to now refer to Mila Kunis as Millie Lily. Oh um, my god, I'm leaving. Um, she decides to tattle on Nat Port to Mr. Creepy Man, uh, who berates her for saying sorry and being so weak. Ugh, men hate when women mm-hmm. don't abide by them, I guess. And so she's dejected again, so she goes to ride the subway, and she's filing her nails, more nail shit, and there's a creepy old guy who's giving her kissy lips and touching himself, and it's a very New York moment. Yeah, if I could, if I had a dollar for every time someone's pulled out like a porno out of their backpack when I'm in drag on the train, it's just like, wow, rich. How how rich would you be? I don't know. I uh, people are always chatting me up on the train. So Mama Bob, uh, she asked Natport if uh, he's tried anything with her because she knows that she's been staying late and doesn't want to see her make the same mistakes she did. Mm. So are we? Get is pregnant. that is? Are we saying that she was impregnated by a dance instructor of some sort? I bet she was impregnated by a delivery man. <laughs> what, what was he delivering? Indian cuisine. Oh wait, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Mama Bob's, uh, she asks to see Natport's skin and demands her to take her shirt off. And Dark Natalie Portman says no and is suddenly saved by the bell. Um, mm. Ma- Mama Barbara goes out to see who it is and decides to just shut the fucking door. But it's really actually Millie Lily who's there to apologize. <coughs> Millie Lily. And this is important because um, Millie Lily is a creeper who knows where she lives because she asked Susie in the office. I'm going to make a mix about Susie in the office one day. What, like, what, what is, Su- who is Susie in the office? To me, she is... she a drag queen? Yes. Susie in the office is a drag queen. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Let me give me a few weeks, Michael. Okay, Jeez. okay. The, the girls decide to go out in the town, and they get drunk together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then L- Millie Lily says, um, "Little princess, he probably calls every girl that." She's like, "No, that's special. That's just for Beth." What? What is like other? What? What do you think people call their the girls? I don't know. Pussy Willow calls me her grumpy princess. You're a grumpy princess. Yeah, that checks out. That checks out. <laughs> Um, so Millie Lily asks Natport how Mr. Creepy Man is, and she doesn't want to talk about it. Mm. So, um, Millie Lily tells her to relax and gives her some Molly, and I wouldn't mind rolling with Mila and Natalie Portman. No, I think that would be fun. I think that's the only time I would be feeling it. I mean, Natalie Portman doesn't take it, so I'll, I'll take them when she didn't want. Yeah. 
Well, um, she does take it eventually, doesn't she, darling? It's true. Well, Natalie Portman's in the bathroom, and she is wearing a black tank top right now. Mm-hmm. Hashtag black swan rising officially. Covers, but then she covers it up with a gray sweater. Yeah. Well, Natalie Portman, um, her phone goes off, her flip phone, and... To the black swan techno music. Yeah, you loved it, and you could not find the ringtone. No, I want it so bad, and I wanted it for my black swan dance moms mix for Iconic. Yeah, um, if anyone can find it, um, send it to Aria Durchi. Thanks. And tip Aria. Tip her. Um, Natport gets out of the bathroom. She sees Millie Lily lacing her drink and complies to drink it. So it's on her. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I just... It's, like, it's kind of important because, like, the next day we'll, we'll t- she, like, accuses her... It is important. ...lacing it, but, like, she knew it... She knew it. She's like, you put something in my drink. She's like, yeah. I don't know. She it was, knew it. I don't know. I'm wondering if there was a scene they that they was cut. F- cut. Yeah, maybe. Um, so Natport and Millie Lily, um, they sit with Tom and Jerry, or actually Andrew. Andrew. Um, and Natport keeps Andrew. getting calls for Mama Babs. So she's just trying to tell Sebastian and Stan about the plot of Swan Lake. She just does. yeah, just want to tell everyone about it. Um, Sebastian Stan calls Natport beautiful, and she thinks it's beautiful. But suddenly, Natport finally starts rolling and dancing with the boys and Millie Lily, and she gets visions of the Black Swan on the dance yes, floor. I know, isn't that such a cool scene? It, and it inspires a lot of my mixes. That one what scene. I what I really loved about this scene is Darren Aronofsky's filmmaking is very like clean mm-hmm. and jarring when it comes to the psychological parts yes but then he lets loose in the scene and like it really really helps you understand what where her mind is at this moment in that moment i think um, yeah the whole movie felt because like it's that. very very clean and this is not clean and i i really appreciated what this was i like when it's just like yeah, so hashtag Black Swan Rising is making out with some guy in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, she makes her way outside where Millie Lily finds her and they take a cab. And where are they going? All the to way. <laughs> um, Millie Lily starts creeping her fingers on the nap port and then touches her. And oh my god, are they going to do it? I hope so. We'll find out shortly. Back in Natport's, Mama Babs is waiting up for her baby and Natport is shit-faced. Uh, Mama Babs is angry and makes her shut her mouth, so she shoves that rod between the doors so she can't get in. Because in the bedroom, Millie Lily and Natalie Portman are aggressively making out, and straight guys everywhere are freaking out. Yeah, and and pansexuals and yeah. lesbians, and mm-hmm. I think anyone really. I think everyone thinks that's it was very hot. It was hot. It was it's very. Hot. Yeah. I was like shaking until. Um, we see Millie Lily is eating Natalie Portman out, um, uh-huh. and then Nat Portman matches her own face, and no, no, no. I mean, I would love and, to look uh, down and see myself. Yeah, and that's when we first, um, noticed Millie Lily's wing tats. That's not when I first noticed them. Well, it's, it's the first real moment where it's like... Well, they're moving because of the molly. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. It was uh, a little scary. Mm-hmm. The whole movie's like a little scary, mm-hmm. darling. Um, do you want to talk about, um... The tattoos and how that would never be allowed. Very much so. So listen, you can have tattoos in a dance company, especially in like a modern dance company, but in a ballet company, especially one like this, you cannot have a gigantic back tattoo like that. You have to look in uniform and it would have to be covered up. So it just bugs me. Yeah. Well, the music climaxes and so does Natalie Portman. (laughs) And then Millie Lily turns into Natalie Portman again and smothers her with a pillow. (laughs) And someone just had a bad high. It was me. It was yeah. me. I had a bad high. It was a bad high. Bad high. Um, Natport wakes up the next morning and knows she's late for a very important date and is confused at the mess in her room, so 
She walks out, sees Mama Bab sitting on the couch, and didn't wake up her daughter because she's so fucking pissed off at her. Yeah, and then she's like, "I'm moving out." I'm moving out. It was re- that that may be actually the worst <laughs> line in the movie. I'm moving out. I didn't like that line. I love it. I love it because it it felt very much since she's such a kid. It's felt very much like a kid thing to do. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's why I like it. Well, at the ballet, Millie Lily is dancing Natport's part, and she is not having it one bit. Hashtag Black Swan Rising. Um, Natport thought Millie Lily slept over, but it was not, and she was just having a lizzy wet dream about her. And Millie Lily wants to know, was I good? And she was. And she was. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Um, <laughs> so we're back at in Natport's room. She puts on her music box and it plays some Tchaikovsky, mm-hmm. and she starts to spiral out of control. So she knocks it over. She then throws away all of her stuffed animals. And why would you throw away your stuffed animals? I've done it. My Have sister you? threw away all of my Britney Spears dolls when she was mad at me. <gasps> How dare she? How dare she? I had like 18 or 20 Britney Spears dolls and a Christina Aguilera and she threw them all away. What a cunt. Well, back at the studio, Napor puts her shoes back on and uh, does all the slipper stuff and dances the final dance and there's only one way to end the pain. Is she going to jump from there? Sure did. Awesome. <laughs> Napor takes off her shrug, looks in the mirror and her reflection turns around and looks back at her. That was a little creepy and oh no no. I love shit like that. And then we see Millie Lily there because Mr. Creepy Man made her her alternate. Mm-hmm. Not cool. She's not She's happy. She's trying to replace her. It's true. And Natport is convinced that Millie Lily wants her role and that she's after her and the paranoia is relatable because I think everyone is after me too. Do you have a therapist? <laughs> you are, you dirty. Oh, great. You're my therapist. I'm bill ya. Um, yeah, okay. So Nina dances alone, and her reflection defies her. The lights shut off again, and she is fucking freaking the fuck out. And you know what? I would, too! Yeah, that moment is scary. Um, because she then, like, runs around, and then she thinks she catches Mr. Creepy Man doing with Millie Lily, but I don't think so. There, she's fucking hallucinating. I don't think that's really happening, but she's no, definitely, she, Yeah, like... she's hallucinating. Um, she runs into her dressing room, packs up all of her stuff, mm-hmm. um, but actually not her stuff, the stolen stuff. Decides um, to the back. music gets super intense, mm-hmm. and then she miraculously arrives at the hospital and sees Lydia Dietz in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and drops off a note with all the stuff that she stole from her, and then she says, I was just trying to be perfect like you, and then she fucking stabs her in the face yeah she stabs herself in the face she's nothing i'm nothing oh my god it was another moment i freaked out i know it was so good i I loved watching this movie with you michael it was it was a lot um because when natport gets home she turns off the lights then turns them on again she says the dead uh, lydia deets there no it's natalie portman well yeah well it was it was just her face i thought it was Mm -hmm. oh okay well dead lady uh, in her bedroom, the fucking paintings come to life, so she rips them off the wall. And then the real Mama Bob, uh, she asks what she's doing, and then Manic Black Swan Rising is coming out to play. Literally um, starts putting pulling black feathers out of her back. Uh-huh. No. You freaked out. I no, Yeah. And, like, so she's freaking out. Mama Barbara's coming in, and she just slams her hand in the door. And then her fucking legs bend backwards... She gets the concussion. She gets a concussion because she hits her head on the side of the bed. And what the fuck is happening? Well, then we see her little broken... Ballerina. Music box. With no limbs. No limbs. Just no head. It was a lot. Very much like my dog. Um, Next morning, um, I guess Mama got into the room somehow. Mm -hmm. Well, that that wood broke. Oh, fair. Um, And she says, what happened to my sweet girl? Natalie Portman says, she gone. 
Uh-huh. I'm the Swan Queen. You're the one that never left the chorus. Yeah. Oof. Well, Natalie Portman shows up. Millie, Millie Lily is not happy because she was supposed to be sick. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Creepy Man has a moment with her and says, The only person standing in your way is you. Lose yourself. That's my least favorite line. Why? I think he sucks. Well, yeah, he absolutely does suck. He's a douchebag. Um, and then she's preparing herself, and she literally is pulling her toes apart. Mm-hmm. They were getting sticky. I freaked out again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't like this. Well, her her feet were taking the swan feet, like webbed. Oh! <laughs> oh god it's showtime Nat Port leaps on stage and it's dancing mania mm-hmm. um, she's just f- having a freak out moment mm-hmm. e- seeing every little thing happen and it's hard to tell what's reality and what's in her mind yeah. and the infamous Tchaikovsky music starts to play and as she turns around on everyone's on, giggling everyone's giggling and then she, her face is in everybody's face mm-hmm. and she's dropped by dear future husband Oh, and she starts crying, and Mr. Creepy Man is upset that dear future husband dropped her. It's not my fault. He dropped me. Yeah. And then Millie Lily is in her dressing room getting ready for the black swan makeup. Tough and break. then the bitch turns into Natalie Portman again. So she thrusts her into the mirror, stabs her with a shard of glass, and the lengths we go for our art. It's my turn. Yeah. The Watch lengths out. we go for our art. Watch out, girls. Don't steal parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... I want again. I want to talk about the soundscape. I fucking love the sound of Natalie Portman dragging Mila Kunis so on the good. glass. It was so good. It was so visceral. Again, mm-hmm. it, it just—it's not a sound you would ever think you'd hear, and like I don't want to ever hear it again. I'm putting it in a mix. Ah! <laughs> I'm walking on broken glass. Ugh, gross. <laughs> um, so hashtag Black Swan Rises is on stage with incredible makeup, and mm-hmm. she is fucking nuts. So that no one helped her with, mind you. <laughs> Correct. There's um, no budget at this ballet. And then she literally is starting to sprout feathers. And those mm-hmm. swoops as she spins, and that's a reveal, Mama. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working she, on the details. Yeah, she gets off stage, kisses Mr. Creepy Man, gets an encore with roses being thrown at her. Mm-hmm. And then she like has to return to her dressing room and get ready for the um, next part. And is reminded that Millie Lily is dead in her bathroom. Just, How are you going to cover this up, girl? With a towel. Wait, was that not Millie Lily? Who the fuck did she kill? No one? It's all in her head. She's gone full on psycho. Uh-huh. She stabbed herself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we're back on stage. Nat Port has to dance her f- finale. And we see that blood stain on in her stomach yeah. getting larger and larger. And she literally jumps to her death as Mama Barbara, she cries in the audience. And I think the point of this movie is... If art is driving you crazy, kill yourself. Kill yourself. <laughs> and honestly, Natalie Portman, I I understand that. Natalie Portman did not like the placement of the blood because she said it was too close to her vagina. And Darren Aronofsky said he wanted it to be left up to interpretation that it could have been a stab wound, but it could have also been her having her first period. What? She's like twenty eight. I thought. Yeah, she but she's said. like a malnourished ballet dancer. You're saying that potentially like 14 years of her life, she's never had a period. Yeah. She also says she's not a virgin, though. She says that, but that's because her mom's been raping her. Oh, God. This movie's dark. Duh. Wow. 
I mean, let, 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 let's talk about the legacy of this movie a little bit, since we, like, went through the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nominated for five Oscars, including yeah. Best Picture, mm-hmm. Best Director, Best Cinematographer, Best Film Editing, and Best Actress, which Natalie which Portman won. won. Um, Matt Benning's shaking. Yeah. The I think one of the iconic pop culture moments for this movie was the SNL sketch with Jim Carrey. I don't even like that sketch, honestly. I don't, but it was I funny. I don't even think it was funny. Really? I, I thought it was, it was funny. I just think it was dumb. It was. It well, there, there are better Black Swan parodies on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I want to also talk about this drama that's been going on, went on for a while, mm-hmm. about the dance double. Oh, yeah. Um, Sarah Lane served as Natalie Portman's dance double. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, Darren Aronofsky and Natalie Portman... Claimed it was Natalie Portman. She did almost all of the dancing. Yeah, and we learned that this woman, Sarah Lane, uh, did, did most of it, actually. Oh. Yeah. Natalie just really filmed, like, up-close shots. I want to talk a little bit about this movie and what artistic perfection means. Mm-hmm. Because we're both artists. Yeah. I relate to this movie a lot. I do, too. I am, if you know me and know how much the things I do, I, the amount of work and time and effort I put into it, regardless of success, for me, I'm never satisfied. Because it's never <coughs> perfect. Oh, see, I I let go of the idea of perfection a while ago because there's no such thing as something as perfect. Yeah. Because once there's there could be maybe a perfect moment where you're feeling your most beautiful and you're feeling your most creative or whatever. But I mostly just try to be genuine Yeah. nowadays. So whenever I do something on stage and it's, and I feel like the audience is moved by it, instead of being hanging up on like the fact that, oh, the bracelet didn't go on as smoothly as I wanted to or whatever, I can just be like, wow, that was really effective and people were really inspired or moved by it. Do you think this movie does a good representation um, for an audience who isn't part of the arts of showcasing the struggle of being an artist? I think it shows a really extreme version of it, yeah. Yeah. But I do think it's uh, a well-constructed idea of that. I agree. You are a dancer. Yeah. You like ballet. Love You've ballet. You've done it. Mm-hmm. How do you think ballet was represented in this movie? Did they do a good job? I like the way it was represented for the most part. The one thing that I always had a hang up with, I guess, and one of the things that my ballet instructor, Dean Alaska, had a, a hang up with also, was she hated that Dolly Portman was always throwing up because she's like, that is not <laughs> that is not what all dancers, not all dancers are bulimic and not all dancers are anorexic. You know, she's all about health and like eating and, mel- and uh, nutrition. So that always kind of bugged me too. Cause was, I, I think <clears throat> I think if you took away that part. But everything else I think is pretty on point. Yeah, I think if you took away Although that I do part, think it would that, still be true to her arc. I mean, I get it. Because like I struggled with eating disorders all through high school and middle school and college, but... Um, so I get why you would resort into an old habit like that, and I think they kind of set it, and the only reason that I think that it's fine is because they set it up in a way that it didn't seem like she was doing that until after she got the part. True. The music. Mm-hmm. Obviously a very, very important part of the movie, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we all know the music very, very, very well. Yes. I was really impressed about again I, the soundscape i've already talked about mm-hmm. but i'm impressed with how the scoring went for this movie they weren't allowed to nominate for an oscar 
because of... Because of too much, they pulled too much from the original fair. source. But I think the way it was incorporated into the scenes, mm-hmm. it really... It, you could make this a silent film, or just a, a, mu- a movie with music, mm-hmm. and you'd still get the story without words. 100%. And I really loved how music was incorporated. Um, and then, obviously, Darren Aronofsky loves thrillers, loves psychological mm-hmm. things. Yeah. So there are a lot of recurring images between the swans. feet and the nails mm-hmm. and the swans, the mirrors and reflection. Black and white everywhere. Like, obviously, you can really... Hours dissecting beat by beat of this movie. Um, yeah. It's it's a great film. He, he did a very, very it's great job. Great and I want to talk a little bit because it's personal to both of us. We know mm. it. I want to talk about the parallels of drag and the movie Black Swan. Totally. Let's talk about it. Well, what, do, think, what do you want to say? What I think is, if it feels to me, so Natalie Portman, Nina gets the role of the Swan Queen. And instead of people celebrating it, they're like jealous. Yeah. And there's they're they're like hugging her or whatever, but you can tell they're jealous, you can tell they're angry, you can tell they're upset, and that's kinda how New York drag feels too. Or I mean drag in general, I guess, but I really only know New York drag. But I know a lot of people when they see someone get a show, and myself included sometimes even, they get a show and you're just kinda like, Why do they have this show? Like why why don't I have this show? Do you feel like in the movie and in the drag scene that people have a lot of artificial reactions to success? Yeah, I think so. And I think that a lot of people don't know how to process good things for other people sometimes i yeah i understand that mm-hmm. there's a lot of jealousy and a lot of a lot of the time mm-hmm. rather than being there to support and being a positive influence mm-hmm. in this as we saw in this movie you want something it's not yours you fucking figure out how to go and get it and you know what coco taylor says jealousy is a disease get, get well it. soon yeah she says that a lot i don't know why she doesn't have merch with it on it she's getting it where is it coco i want my t-shirt pin button hat it's my merch and i want it now well since we were just talking about drag we're gonna do the game where we are going to drag cast black swan i'm nina are you though yeah okay so nina we're casting aria dirty you you're positive on this one this is the role you want to play it's the role that i'm born to play okay you are nina okay okay fine let's go with that who is going to play Lily? Mm, Poppy, because she's coming in from San Francisco. There you go, Poppy. Do you know Poppy had, did a Black Swan number? I'm not surprised. So did I. Mm-hmm. I bet mine was better. Wow. Fighting words. Um, first off, I want to um, mention uh, Bijou wanted us to talk about how hot uh, Vincent Castile is I think in this movie. Bijou... Uh, has some issues that she needs to resolve. <laughs> um, I did not see the appeal of this human man. No. Um, but let's cast him in the drag version. Who's going to play him? Who's hmm. going to play Tomah? Maybe Steven Savage. Steven Savage? Could you imagine? Oh, wow, that's funny. I think that would yeah. be cute. Steven Savage, you're, you, you've been cast. Congratulations. Um, you have to work on your creepy man skills. Just got it. Oh! The party was born to play. We love Steven, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, who's going to play um, Barbara Hershey? I really want to say Andy Starling, but I also want to say Heidi Ho. You just love Heidi Ho and Mama Rolls. Well, she's my mom. It's true. So which one is it going to be? I think Andy Starling is a little funnier for that. I do too. All right, so Andy, Starling, Andy Starling. You're going to be Barbara Hershey. Congratulations. Um, let's cast um, uh, Lydia Dietz, uh Shoplifter. 
<laughs> Who's playing Beth? Who's playing Beth? It needs to be someone a little crazy. Maybe Heidi can play Beth. You think so? No. Actually, maybe Sissy can play Beth. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it should be somebody old, like an older, more established queen. Not older mm-hmm. by any means, but like an established queen. So maybe like Chelsea Piers or J- uh, Jackie Cox. Jackie Cox. Jackie Cox. Okay, Jackie Cox. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. Jackie Cox. Congratulations, you be... are Winona Ryder. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to just for shits and giggles because she had a line and she was mad and it's part of the movie. Let's cast Veronica. Oh, I want to cast Veronica. Tiffany and Coke. Tiffany and Coke. Yeah. Tiffany and Coke. Congrats, you're in another drag music um, <laughs> movie. Wow, this is a fun cast. So far. I'm excited. Well, is there anyone else to cast? I think that's really the main players in this movie. Oh, and the dance instructor. Okay, who Boudoir, do you want? Boudoir, LaFleur. Okay, Boudoir, you can be the dance instructor. She's um, like, I'm not doing it! <laughs> that, okay, okay. Yeah, that, that, that's funny. All right. Um, all right, so I had a, my previous guest ask you a question okay. about this movie. Um, Nancy Nogood, she would like to know if you could trade lives with any actor... From the film, who would it be and why? Any actor, like male? No, no, or and just like actor overall. Yeah, yes. Well, Natalie Portman, of course. Like as a person. Yeah. Duh, Natalie Portman. She's perfect. That's why you want to be Natalie Portman. Yeah. Okay. And I also want to have a vagina for a day. There you go, Natalie Portman. Now it's your turn to ask my next guest a question. And who is that? I'm not telling you. What am I asking? About the movie. What, what movie like, are they watching? You don't get to know. You just have to ask a general question and oh, see how it can work for their movie great do you think it's unfair that michael block does not tell you what film it is going to be uh until you have to tune in next week that's how you get viewers to come back that's my question no it's not your question ask another (sighs) one okay hmm what movie would you like to see Aria Derchi? No, in? you can't do that one. What either. the hell? All right, it has to be a general question that they can answer. They don't know me. No, like about like about the movie, like some oh. some sort about Black Swan. No, about their their movie, like, and I don't even know what their movie. Well, because like when you at, you and Pussy asked uh, Nancy about who um, she would kai kai with. Oh, okay, great. Um, you you uh, they asked which person would you kill in this movie. And how would you do it? That is an Ari Dirty question. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to go with that. Okay, I'll allow it. We will allow it. So, it's time for me to reveal my rating of Black Swan. <gasps> okay, okay, okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. On a scale of 1 to what? A scale of 1 to 10. Cool. I am going to give it an 8.5. Wow. I give it a 10. It's my, it's my favorite movie. Yeah, I, well, I can tell, yeah. <laughs> I think it's an 8.5. It would have been an 8. I think the point five was given simply because of my reactions. Yeah. And how... It really, like, riled you up. It really riled me up. Mm-hmm. It was... <coughs> it, was, it was good. I mean... It's a good movie. I'm glad I finally got through it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I will go back and watch it again. I think you should. Maybe give it a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Well, then... Now you know all the scenes where... Right, and now I can prepare myself. Anytime she's about to take a shoe off, maybe just close your eyes. Yeah, I can prepare myself. (laughs) But I'm excited you made me watch this movie. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Where can everyone find you? You can find me on the internet, on Instagram, at ariaderchibaby, A-R-I-A-D-E-R-C-I-B-A-B-Y. You can find me on Venmo at tiparia, T-I-P-A-R-I-A. And you can find me at icon on mondays at nine you can find me the second wednesday of every month at albatross at 
nine, I guess. You can find me the first Thursday of every month at Rock Bar. And you can find me... On Venmo. On Venmo, again. At Tip Aria. It's Just very important. Just continue telling people. I'm broke. You're broke? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. maybe Pussy Willow should buy you things. Pussy Willow picked me a bouquet of flowers when she was on her dog walk yesterday. That's that was really, really sweet. sweet. You know, she's my girlfriend. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here. Sure. <laughs> thanks once again to Aria for coming on. Make sure to tap that subscribe button and leave us a five-star review. Follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.